Welcome to Huddle Up, brought to you by the Fields Auto Group. Jaguars senior writer John Osher, NFL Network analyst and former Jaguar Bucky Brooks, and senior reporter J.P. Shatterick bring you the latest on your Jacksonville Jaguars. Huddle Up starts right now. And welcome in. It is Wednesday. That means it's time for Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks, brought to you by Fields Auto Group Jacksonville. Step up to luxury. FieldsAuto.com. J.P. Shadrick, John Osier in the Hyundai Studios inside the Miller Electric Center in Jacksonville. Bucky Brooks is on the line with us as always each Wednesday. And it's week one. Bucky, real football finally here. What's up, man? Man, what's up, man? Really excited about the season opener that's ahead. Uh, taking on a good Colts team, but uh, this is one that we've been waiting. All the anticipation, all the uh, buildup about the offense and defense and all this other stuff. Just really excited to see what the team looks like when we kick it off for real. Yeah, and it it's, uh, to me, an interesting game because uh, there's so much that's being assumed about this team by fans, by observers, uh, especially by local uh, people that um, – I think assumes a lot, meaning nine and eight last year, tight games at the end of last season, and everybody is assuming that that trajectory continues, and if it does, then you go up and you win this game handily. I think that could be the case, but it will be interesting to see Sunday if 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 they prove that that is the case. And week one, Bucky, as Bucky knows, JP knows, it's a weird week in the NFL. So I, I, it is a game where it's very, it's very tough to predict what's going to happen in this one to me. Yeah, you know. Oh my! Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on, John. Like, like, what are we doing? Like, what? what are we doing? Like, you sound like a coach over here. I think like, they're going to win, nasty. but it, it's tough to like, see how like, it's going to go. Like, 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 right out the gate. Bucky, like, you've been, been around excited. long enough. You know, week oh. one's weird. We've been we've been excited all off season. We talked about throwing it all over the yard. We talked about putting up thirty points a game. Yeah, now and they got a good deal. Game week, and you like, whoa, with me. You give me the Lou Holtz thing. Ah, you know. No, you got to go do it. If we're gonna be able to score a point today, I don't. Come on, man. We ready? You got to go we're do ready it. Ready to go from good to great. Stop talking. Good to great. Let's you got to go. go do it. You got to put Bucky's money where the mouth is. <laughs> That's what Ridley said the other week to us, right? I yeah. mean, hey, we got the players, but I mean, we just got to go play good. Yeah. And that, I mean, okay. until well, they good. do, and I'm as guilty as anybody. Oh, it's going to be one of the best offenses in franchise history, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, they have to go do what we think we have seen all off season on the practice field and in the improvements and in the projection. But they haven't done it yet. Let's go see it. Let's hear from the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, there's some confidence around the Miller Electric Center this week, I'd say. You have confidence from a little bit from past success, but I also think preparation and knowing our system and feeling more comfortable in what we're doing, just speaking from an offensive standpoint, and I'm sure defensively the same way. I mean, guys look great, but I'm obviously not in those meeting rooms, but I would say they feel the same. Just being in the system, you just know more, you can react faster, you can play faster, you communicate better with the guys around you. Uh, so I think that gives you confidence too, obviously the way we finish the year, um, that gives us confidence. But it's a new season, and that doesn't carry over. You know, Everyone starts the same in the same spot at the beginning of the year. So you can't, you can't think that it's going to be like that. you know, you got to go out and earn it. And I think we also have confidence from the training camp that we've had, the OTAs, how we've worked, all that plays into it. But now we get to go play for real and you know, see, see what we got, see what type of team we are, and prove it on the field. The full press conference from Trevor available on Jaguars.com, John. Yeah, and – 
every year, uh, the first two or three weeks of the season, there is a team or two where when you're watching, you know, the highlights on NFL Network at night or, you know, where all of a sudden people are going, whoa, now that's the team to watch. Um, boy, they were sitting on something in training camp and we all just sort of missed it. I believe, Bucky, with this offense, that the Jaguars have a chance to be that team. They have a chance to come out and just explode and have the league talking about what they're doing. Uh, I think what's interesting is I think the players feel like they're that team. I think that's what we saw in Miami, the first two drives, where I keep making the comparison when you're watching the Kentucky Derby and there's this one horse that's just kicking at the door waiting to get out. To me, that's what this offense feels like. Um and I think it's what makes this week really interesting because I, th- I think that's what we're going to see. But, Bucky, again, we've got to go see it. Do you think that's what we're looking at, Bucky? That's what I want to know. Do you think this is the horse kicking at the gate at the Derby? Oh, I think they're ready to get after it. And I think they're going to be ready to get after it because number zero, Kevin Ridley, is ready to explode. I think him talking about being him, uh, the, the – attention that's beginning to go his way as people have been able to check out this offense in the preseason. Yeah, I feel like this team is ready to explode. Trevor ready to make the big leap. But I gave you a hard time in, in, in the opening segment, but I do that because, like, I love you. And I do that because, like, you get nervous when we get to these moments. But you are right. Like, as, a, as, a, as fans, as people around the team, we can't panic if it doesn't come out where we're steamrolling people right out the gate. Like, this is going to be a tough game because it's a division game, and there is a level of familiarity with Gus Bradley knowing this team because he's faced him multiple times. Uh, we don't know what Shane Steichen is really going to do with the young quarterback. And so I think it's a situation where this is where Doug Peterson's experience and expertise comes in, where if it does start a little slow, we can't panic. We just got to kind of settle in and allow the offense to kind of find this way, and hopefully the defense can keep everything in check until the offense gets going. And so I understand what you're saying, and, and I get some of the, the angst and the hesitancy to go all in. But, but John, this team is good now. Yeah. Team I think Bucky good. makes a good the point is, with that. With, the team uh, is good. I don't usually say this very often, but I think Bucky makes a good point. Um, with him having the head coaching experience, having been in what now? This is probably his seventh or eighth opener. Uh, if I'm doing the math right. Uh, Five in Philly, two yeah, so here, seven. seven yeah. um, and it can go weird early in openers. I, I fully anticipate at some point in the first three quarters, Anthony Richardson is going to make a play where he's standing in the end zone or he makes a 35-yard run where the Jaguars' defense comes off the field and goes, you know, we didn't play that bad, just one guy missed a tackle. He's that guy. Um and there could be some weirdness uh, with preparations always in week one. Him as a experienced seventh year in the opener guy, I think can easily convey to the team, hey, that happens. No big deal. And then you get a couple of touchdowns in the second quarter to right things. I, I still believe, I think this is going to be a game in, with seven minutes to go that's a four to six point game and that that's when the Jaguars' defense is going to force the rookie quarterback into a position he doesn't want to be in. I think that's where they're going to get the tipping point play, and I think they will win. I think they'll win by maybe eight or nine points, but it's going to be that sort of game into it where I think the Colts protect Anthony Richardson the whole game. 
then you get in a situation where late where he has to make a play against in a situation he doesn't like, and that's when they'll pull away. All right, let's come back. Bucky, we're going to dig into Anthony Richardson a little bit more and his skill set and, and how to try to defend that if you're the Jaguars this week and based on what he did in Florida and maybe a little bit in the preseason as well. If you're a Jags fan who's always on the move, we've got the perfect plan for you with the bundle at the bank. You can purchase tickets to three or more games starting at just 58 bucks per game. Get the flexibility you want for your time this fall. Visit jaguars.com slash tickets or call 904-633-2000. It's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Digital Network. Cam Newton, these are big, physical, strong quarterbacks that can they can also throw the football, and they're athletic, and um, you know it is a challenge. You know, it's a um, it's a quarterback who who can when you watch watch the tape, you know he can break he can break arm tackles, and then he can he can run for 15, 20, 30 yards, and and beat you with his legs. So. Um, you know, we got to stay disciplined, obviously, defensively. Um, we got to be a good tackling football team, you know, uh, against uh, against guys like this. It's Doug Peterson, of course, Jaguars head coach. Earlier today, the full press conference on Jaguars.com. The Jaguars face the Indianapolis Colts at Lucas Oil Stadium. Week one, Sunday, 1 o'clock. J.P. Shadrick, John Osier, Bucky Brooks. It's Huddle Up. That means it's Wednesday afternoon. Glad you're with us on Jaguars.com and Jaguars YouTube. And Anthony Richardson is the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, the number four overall pick out of the University of Florida. Didn't get a lot of starting time in the grand scheme of things in his career down there. And Bucky, a mixed bag in terms of passing numbers, what, 55% passer. But he had moments there where, okay, he can make a throw or two. He had moments, John, as you said the other day, you're like, oh, okay, that's an interesting throw. And then he'd have an 80-yard touchdown run. And so he's got the skill set to do all of those things, but it's his first NFL start, Bucky. How do you flash in front of a rookie, startle him, shake him, don't let him get loose, all of the above? There's a long list with him. Uh, You have to be in attack mode. Uh, the number one thing that you want to do is you want to speed up the game for Anthony Richardson. Uh, he has had problems with that going back to his days at Florida. He doesn't have a lot of experience as a passer because he hasn't played a lot. He didn't play a lot in college, only played a few years in high school. Didn't have a lot of success, uh, team success in high school. And so I wonder, can he put this team on his back and win games? He may hit us with some flash moments. And so what you do if you're Doug Peterson, you stand in front of the team and say, this guy's going to make some plays because he's that good of an athlete. But we don't believe that he can sustain drives, that he has the patience, the discipline, and the really the overall ability to cut, to, to, to really surgically pick us apart as a passer. So you mix in some pressures, you mix in some coverage, and you really wait for him to make a mistake. It's something that's plagued him throughout his time. Uh, as a collegian, and we saw it give him issues in the preseason. I think this is one where defensively, yeah, you don't have to force the issue too much, but you want to just make sure, hey, let's make him earn it. Don't give him any easy ones and see if he's good enough to be disciplined and detailed enough to get it done. Yeah, you figure that over 17 games if he plays, uh, he'll have three or four or five games where he makes a spectacular play, reduces mistakes enough, uh, that this team gets a win. Uh, for the most part, you expect his script to be 
a couple of sports center plays on offense that are just spectacular. And then a couple of sports center plays where the other team is taking advantage of that. And the Colts don't look like an incredibly talented team. So for the most part, that's going to result in losses. Uh, you hope for the Jaguars' sake, your percentages are that this is one of those games where he makes mistakes. And uh, it, it would be surprising if he doesn't make a big play. It would be equally surprising if he gets out of this game clean without making a very critical mistake in the second half. Not because of anything against Anthony Richardson, but that's been his MO in college, and it's what even great and it's what even great college quarterbacks typically do in their first game. The odds are with you to have that sort of game out of him. Yeah, absolutely. And and with this defense too. I mean, their mm-hmm. their their focus is on getting home to the quarterback, and then when they make things fast, the back end with the takeaways, and that's what, what had, this team does. It was fourth in the league in creating turnovers last year. Yeah. Uh, they were a, a a defense that pressured the passer better than it sacked the passer, mm-hmm. which created mm-hmm. that kind of disruption and it got them a few more of those turnovers. So uh, the formula is there. I think it's I think what Bucky said earlier is really to the point. Um, I think there will be some moments in this game that are a little scary because of him and because it's week one. But I don't think it's anything they're not going to be able to handle. Hey, Bucky. Yeah. Um, how different is is it without Jonathan Taylor? And how much of a difference will that make for the Colts? I mean, it's a big difference because with Jonathan Taylor, you have to defend this team differently. Jonathan Taylor and Anthony Richardson would be a problem because now you have to defend the zone read and the myriad of RPOs and read option plays that can come off of those basic uh, plays. Now, without that, you don't really have to worry about a high-end runner. Yes, you want to take care of the run, you want to make sure you give yourself a chance by stopping uh, the pass on early down so then you can load up and come after the passer. But without Jonathan Taylor, this is a different team. They're not nearly as dangerous or explosive or even as physical as they were. So him being on the shelf for at least the first couple of weeks, yeah, I mean, it creates opportunities for the division rivals to kind of separate themselves. from. Yeah, it's it, it, against any team in the NFL, if you don't stop the run, they can beat you. Against the Colts, he can beat you in one play, and and then if you and then he can continue to beat you badly and hard for the entire mm-hmm. game. You know, so uh, they thought I think when they were game planning for this season, I think the Colts really believed they were going to have both of these guys. So uh, this even more so than, even more so than most franchises uh, losing that non non quarterback position. This is probably one of the two or three teams in the NFL where losing a non-quarterback completely changes what they do. Uh, So it's huge. I think it's why the Jaguars uh, should be favored and why it would be very surprising if if they don't win Uh, and be a bad loss, frankly. not saying it couldn't happen, but it would be a bad loss. It would be a bad loss because, like, quietly, no one should do this, but – I mean, we're already counting them. Like, when you look at the division, you can make the case that Whoa. the Jaguars should be 5-1 within, within the division. I mean, let's just be honest. you got two rookie quarterbacks in Indianapolis and Houston, respectively. You would like to think that you get a sweep there. Even if you get a split from Tennessee, that's 5-1. and one. That puts you almost halfway home when it comes to the postseason. But this is one that, even though it's on the road, you got to beat the Colts. You need to beat them. You don't want to give a game away. This is one that you should win. I don't care about the patency of 
the pageantry of like opening day or the first, the opening of the season, doesn't matter. This is one the Jaguars should win, and I expect them to win. I expect them to play well and get it done. What about Bucky sitting out there in his California mansion just sweeping teams yeah. and counting dubs? Uh-huh. He's already <laughs> looking ahead to January. <laughs> I mean, sweeping I mean, teams like, and counting dubs. I mean, like sometimes you, you got to count because you got to figure out you got to make plans. <laughs> got to make plans if we're going to be the number one seed. Got to make plans to see what I'm going to do on that bye week in the postseason. This is a great opportunity. We won't look ahead, but uh, Travis Kelsey's out. Chris Jones is, is hurt. you got ahead. a chance to, like, watch them fall back. So if we take care of business, look, man, it's, it's a big, big opportunity for us. I love when he says we're not going to look ahead, and then he looks and ahead to week looks two. Looks ahead to the Chiefs. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Chiefs. I wasn't talking about that game in particular, but what I was talking about is the Chiefs playing on Thursday night. Potentially oh, without Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. Oh. They could be 0-1 because mm-hmm. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about competing for the number one seed. I'm not talking about head-to-head. We'll take care of them next week when we have the chance. What I'm just talking about in theory when you're talking about who's competing for the number one seed. That's what I'm talking about. Jags fans want customized Jaguars furniture for your home? Well, check out ZipChair.com and browse all customizable options. ZipChair furniture for fans. Bucky, going big in week one. We're back in a moment. It's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks. I don't really care, to be honest. You know, I think it's I think it's more dangerous to have people praising you than than to not have any expectations, but with the group we have, it doesn't worry me at all. I mean, I think we we know how to work, come to work every day with the same mindset. Uh, but that's the biggest thing is that's why I don't really. Everyone always asks about expectations and how you deal with them. Like, you don't really deal with them. You just don't listen to them. Like, what well, does it matter what you know this guy said over here? He's not in our locker room. He's not a part of our team. And even if he said something good, we go out and lose Sunday. Everyone's gonna be like, oh, I told you they weren't gonna be. And I guess it doesn't really matter. You know what people say, or you know so. We just have to keep our chip tight, and I think that's the biggest thing that Coach has done a good job of is, is making sure we do that and, and managing all those expectations because that's just, it's, they're not real. It's not a real thing. You know, it's, we have to go play every Sunday and put our best foot forward, and you can't do that if you're listening to what other people are saying. That's the quarterback, of course, Trevor Lawrence, looking swole today yeah. in his press conference. Looking what? Swole. Swole. S W O L E. Swole. No, you are not. No? You are not even close no. to okay. swole. All right. Swole. Well, he, he does. Will he I ever be swole? Uh, I don't know. It depends on how hard you're willing to work. You willing to go down there and. Oh, well, I'm and, not. And, and, All signs point to no. Well, I'm, not to, <laughs> I'm not willing to work to be swole. I mean. But Trevor's been working on it. If that's what it takes, then count me out. If that's what it takes for him to take the next step and help him physically, Bucky, hey, it looks like he's uh, put on a little bit. He has put on a little bit. What I like about him, man, he's so mature. I mean, he goes into John Osher school of of how to, like, temper expectations and really kind of quell the excitement that's building around the squad. Hey, we're going to take it uh, a game at a time, a play at a time, all that, that coach speak that we love to hear from our players. But I think his perspective is that because sometimes as a player, uh, those, those outside expectations can put an added amount of pressure on you because you are trying to be the team that looks like a Super Bowl team from, from day one, from game one. And so as we talked about in the previous segment about opening games being kind of tricky, it's a tricky situation to be in because everyone expects the Jaguars to hit the ground running, this offense to light it up. Part of that has been fueled by our conversation, talking about like they could get to 30 points a game, but it may not start like that. And so 
it's a very level-headed approach. I am curious to see if he and his teammates are able to really take that approach when they step into the stadium against the Colts on Sunday. All right, Bucky, um, we'll do a question of the day today. All right, I'm ready. What's your greatest concern about the Colts' defense against this Jaguars offense? Gus Bradley leading the way over there. Shaq Leonard, I think, is in the protocol, or was at least yesterday, Bucky, so um, he may or may not go. What's your greatest concern about the Colts defensively? Greatest concern is that Gus Bradley's going to do a really good job of bending but not breaking. He's going to allow the Jaguars to have all the yards that they want, but inside the 20s, he's going to kind of stiffen up and tighten up and really make it very difficult for Trevor Lawrence to fit the ball into tight windows. And so my concern would be that his his philosophy will really test the patience and the discipline of Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence won't show the growth to be like, no, I'll just keep taking the check down until they change what they're doing. That's the biggest thing is that that, that bend but don't break, break that umbrella style of defense that the Colts want to employ will end up frustrating the Jaguars and it frustrates the quarterback into a handful of costly mistakes. Yeah, and they've got a big-time player to force Buckner uh is a a good player who I think anchors a a good front, and basically what Bucky said. But <clears throat> this is not this is a team of unknowns on offense. Uh, you know what they are on defense, yeah. and therefore they know what they are. So they're not going to have a whole lot of. Uh, you wouldn't expect a lot of first games, getting used to the coordinator, getting used to each other issues. This is largely the same defense that has been there. So you don't expect them to have week one mess, which will give you some points. So uh, I think uh, Gus being there and uh, having been around these players is a concern because I think the Jaguars will have to earn what they get on Sunday. Now, I still think they will, but uh, that takes away some opportunities that that you otherwise, otherwise might get against a young defense. Bucky, what do you like about the Colts' secondary? Some young guys outside, right, on the corner spots? Yeah, young guys outside, and they're well coached. And I'll say the thing about the Colts, the best part of their team will be their defense. And I know Shaq Leonard won't be there, but this is a defense that has played pretty well in terms of they understand exactly what Gus Bradley wants to do. They do a really good job of executing that. Because of that, they're always going to be in the game unless their offense gives it away. And, and so my, to double down on that concern is the frustration from the team. The team needs to be patient. They have to have enough poise that if early in the game they're forced to kick field goals, that they don't get all out of sorts thinking that they need to blow the Colts out in the first half. This is going to be a methodical beatdown. If, even if Doug Peterson has it the way that he wants to, it would be more of a methodical, slow, steady um, – building of points that eventually leads to a big win, not the, hey, I'm going to knock him out in the first quarter with big plays of Calvin Ridley and those things. The Colts are really going to make a concerted effort to take away the big play and really force the Jaguars to drive the length of the field. All right, let's come back in just a moment. The official injury report has come down from both sides, including Shaquille Leonard and an update on the Colts linebacker coming up in a moment. Jaguars football is back. Be there for the highly anticipated home opener. September 17th, the rematch. The Jaguars entertain the Kansas City Chiefs. Tickets are almost gone. Standing room only, I'm told. Jaguars.com slash tickets or call 904-633-2000. 
It's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks. Welcome back. Final moments of Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks. First Wednesday of the regular season. Jaguars and the Colts coming up. Lucas Oil Stadium Sunday, 1 o'clock. We're on the air with a public tailgate show, 10 o'clock. On 1010XL in Jacksonville, 12 noon for Countdown to Kickoff on the Jaguars Radio Network. We'll all three contribute. We'll have a live huddle up from you guys will be at Lucas Oil. I'll be in the studio. It'll be good. We'll talk ball. That's what we're going to do. Um, hey, uh, injury report has come out. And each team has two players listed officially. After Wednesday's practice, we start with the Jaguar safety. Antonio Johnson with a hamstring injury did not practice today. Doug Peterson said today could be a week or two maybe just to see with him. We'll see how that goes. Tyler Lacey, defensive lineman with a hip issue, was limited today. Those are the only two listed for the Jaguars. That's good news. Yeah, good news there is uh, Fadakasi practiced. Yes. Uh, and that's important. Indianapolis Colts, two players, running back Zach Moss, Limited today with a forearm injury. He's like the first, he's listed as the first string running back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's limited. That's interesting. Shaquille Leonard in the concussion protocol, full practice today. So if he clears that, he should be good to go tomorrow. Um, and we'll see. He hasn't played in a while. He was banged up last year, didn't play against this, against this team. And if he's out there, he's a difference maker. Yeah. If, if he's out there, then they have two players who are all pro level. Uh, talents and it can make a difference and a Leonard remember it's easy to forget because he only played three games last year he's one of those rare guys who can create opportunities points uh, takeaways so he scares you a little bit more than maybe your normal defensive player would so uh, you'd rather have him not out there if you're the Jets hey uh, Bucky the high point total ever for the Jaguars in Indianapolis in a road game is guess uh, 36. Wrong. Guess again. Lower. Oh, lower. Uh, 28. 27. Three different times the Jaguars have scored 27 points in a road game in Indianapolis. That's the high water mark. And they're 2-1 and one in those games. They lost last year when they scored 27. Gave up a late touchdown. Are they going above mm. that now? Are they going above that on Sunday, Bucky? Uh, I'm going to go right to 30, but it's going to be a slog. It's going to be one of those that's, that's tough in the beginning to try and figure out uh, how to handle Gus Bradley and then to eventually crack the code. But the one thing that we have seen is Doug Peterson eventually cracks everybody's code. And so can they play well enough on defense to keep the score down until Doug Peterson can find a handful of concepts that really gives the coach defense problems? Because once he finds them, it's, man, watch, rinse, repeat. He's going to do it over and over and over again. It's just a matter of can he finally – unlock what they're doing on defense and then really attack it. Yeah, I think it's something like 31-20 with the Jaguars leading 24-23-20 ish midway through the fourth and then like I said I think they they crack the code or they get something happen to the Colts offense that turns into a game that is more reflective of uh probably the difference in the teams, but I think the Colts keep it close uh for about the first 45 minutes. That's a 60-minute game. Well, 52 minutes. How about 52 minutes? Either way, Ooh. that leaves eight minutes yeah. of havoc. I think this one's decided by the Jaguars being the better team in the last 10 minutes of the game. Sounds good to me. Bucky, uh, we will talk to you on Sunday. 
Look, man, looking forward to it. That's Bucky Brooks, NFL Network. Uh, John Osher, I'm J.P. Shadrick. And, of course, Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks is brought to you by the Fields Auto Group Jacksonville. Step up to luxury, fieldsauto.com. That's it for this Wednesday edition of Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks.